0: My daughter Lily's with me in Chicago this week, and We're visiting our family friends, the Pavans. And we realized none of us had ever been to this great Chicago institution. Al's
1: Beef. Oh, Al's Beef. Man, I watched that episode and I'm thinking to myself, I need a beef sandwich. You got to dip it. Phil Rosenthal was the creator and executive producer of Everybody Loves Raymond. Behind the camera. Well, you can see Phil in front of the camera in his series. Somebody feed Phil, which is available now on Netflix. It is Phil Rosenthal. Thank you for joining us. How are you? A
0: pleasure. I love Chicago. I love that episode. I love everything I ate. I love the people, the architecture. I can't wait to come back.
1: You know what I loved about that episode? And it wasn't about food. Do you remember? I'm going to say the architecture. Uh, The church um oh yeah. The church segment at the end. You yeah, you yeah. went to a gospel church and you went to a yeah. service. A Jewish man sitting in a gospel
0: <laughs> church. Yes. Yes, I think everyone should do it once in their life at least because uh there's power and there's beauty and there's grace and there's love and there's uh excitement and there's emotion. I I got it. I got I understood
1: the appeal. Well, tell me about that, Phil, because you got choked up in that episode at the end of the episode sure
0: when you were in that I church. Sure did. Why did you get choked yeah. up? Well, when I was a real little kid, my parents took me to the movies, and it was a movie with Sidney Poitier. It was called uh, Lilies of the Field, where Sidney Poitier helps these old white nuns. Oh, I know all about it, church. buddy.
1: Oh, absolutely. You know it?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I was six years old when I saw that movie. They sing, Amen. Yep, you know the song, the 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 hymn, Amen. Of course, amen, I sang it a million amen, times as a kid. Amen, right? Amen. Okay, so I, I'd go around the house singing that, And when I was a little kid. I loved it. It's very easy, and it it stayed with me. Mm-hmm. And what are the odds that they would sing that exact hymn at this church when I was there? And because everyone had been so sweet to me. And so welcoming and loving. When they sang that, uh, here's a song I can join in. Right. This old Jewish man can join (laughs) in. (laughs) And I just felt part of it and connected. And it was so beautiful the way these things connect us. uh, So that's it. I I,
1: I absolutely loved it. Of course, I loved the Chicago episode. When you went to Al's Beef and... uh, yeah. I can't remember the gentleman's name. The guy that the the owner with the beard, the gray hair. He right, he showed right. he showed you the beef stance where you That's have to right. you have
0: to lean over so you don't. You hit. lean over a little bend in the knees, the elbows on the counter, <laughs> and it's all to avoid uh, getting this stuff all over you, right? Because yes. it's a wet sandwich. Right. Of course, it's a wet sandwich. You got to. And it. then I see him. It's in the first minute of the show. Mm-hmm. You see this man. What might be the biggest bite of food I've ever seen in my life. And I've, I've been eating food a long time. Uh, I make a living at it. Yes, this but is I've what you do. I've never seen a bite like this. <laughs> That's a
1: Chicago bite right there. He stuffed half the beef sandwich in his mouth.
0: <laughs> it was awesome.
1: Um, how did you start uh, doing these shows? I mean, you're an executive producer. Everybody loves Raymond. Very successful. You could ride into the sunset. And then all of a sudden you show up with the food show.
0: I, it actually started on Raymond. We we did an episode where we went to Italy, and uh, Ray Romano had never been before. In fact, I asked him what he was going to do on his vacation one year, and he said, "Oh, I go to the Jersey Shore, and I said, that's nice. Have you ever been to Europe? And he said, no. I said, why not? He said, I'm not really interested in other cultures, he said. Oh, wow. Even his own culture, Italian. So I thought we got to do that episode. Where really? we bring him over there with that attitude of not being interested, and bring him back after he's been transformed by the magic of travel and Italy, especially. Right. With my attitude, someone very excited, and <laughs> I write this episode, uh-huh. and the arc of the character where he, where he gets woke, uh, I saw happen to Ray the person. He got he got it. Yeah, and it changed his life. And right then and there, that was 20 years ago, I said, oh, I want to do this for other people. And so that stayed with me for all that time. And after Raymond, I did try to do other sitcoms and stuff, Mm -hmm. but the business had changed drastically. Yeah, And it just, I didn't want to do these types of shows that they were pitching to me, and they didn't want to do the types of shows that I was pitching to them. So then I thought, well, what about this travel thing? And I, I worked at it for 10 years until I got this. You're kidding. It took you 10 years yeah. to get this thing
1: uh, on the air? Yes,
0: because they, because my agents, you know, they want you to do another sitcom. They want the money.
1: Oh, yeah, of There's course. The,
0: you know, it's like I walked in their office and, and, and uh, defiled their desk <laughs> when, I, <laughs> when I suggested, you know what, I think I'll do a food and travel show now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> There's no money in that. <laughs> but uh, I'm living the life, and it's, it's a wonderful thing. And, of course, we can't travel right now, but I want to tell everybody that this plague will end. We've got a lot of plagues to clean up, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, we will get through it, and I'm optimistic. I'm optimistic because we always have gotten through it. And there's always been a vaccine, and there's always been solutions to our social problems. And, And, you know, I see this as a turning point in many ways. And so I'm optimistic for the future, and then we're going to travel again. So I want you to watch my little Somebody Feed Phil show (laughs) with the knowledge that you will travel again, so take this time to plan your trip. Right. you, you gotta, got
1: time now. Uh, we were just talking about that, Phil, and uh, plane, yeah. plane prices right now uh, to fly. Prices are very, very reasonable. And before we move on from Chicago, I do want to mention we have a mutual friend, John Harris, yeah. who uh, works over at yeah. ConAgra. Everybody in the city. John is like the unofficial mayor of Chicago. He knows everybody. How does Phil Rosenthal, this, this Hollywood executive producer, meet uh, John Harris from Chicago? We have a mutual friend, Al Roker.
0: Oh, jeez,
1: that's right. And
0: that's how we met.
1: That is absolutely right. Years I knew
0: ago. That. I knew that. And we go to we go to dinner all yep. the time, and uh, John was in my New York episode he with He was, Al. you're right. And when I came to Chicago, I said, I got called John.
1: Right, yeah. You were at uh, Cindy's on Michigan Avenue, and if people haven't been to Cindy's, what is that, on
0: the 15th, 20th floor, overlooking yeah, uh Park? Yeah, it's it's on top of the... Uh, Old Chicago Athletic uh, Association, which is now a great hotel. And uh, there's this beautiful bar and terrace overlooking Grant Park and the city. And it's spectacular.
1: Mm -hmm. It is. So
0: I recommend that. And the food is
1: great. You had the uh, Chicago dog, right?
0: I had that down in the game room. (laughs) which is a a great thing also i've
1: been there it's so much fun phil i'm gonna have you hold on a second we're gonna take a quick break and i want to talk about the episodes of uh somebody feed phil because it's different from other shows and i'm going to tell people how it's different coming up next okay Thanks. Phil Rosenthal, Somebody Feed Phil, available now on Netflix. It's 720 WGM. It is Pete McMurray in the Skyline Studios on the phone with us. Phil Rosenthal, you can see his series, Somebody Feed Phil, which is available now on Netflix. Phil, Phil, you yes. with me? There you are. Are you walking? What are you doing right now? I am walking. Does it sound bad? <laughs> uh, it sounds like you were in a cave for a second. Are you exercising right now? What's going on?
0: I always, I do, I do uh, a lot of my phone calls and interviews, I do them when I I, I walk, so I'm killing two birds with one stone. I'm going to sit for you now, though, so you can hear me loud and clear without uh. the wind, and uh, I don't want I don't want any trouble.
1: I like that.
0: Um, I wanted okay. to
1: explain why your show is different from other shows, and maybe it's because I've been watching it during the social unrest that's going on right now in the United States, is you have a... You have a Jewish kid, a Jewish guy from Queens, New York, and you're sitting down with the chef in Marrakesh, or you're yep. sitting at a gospel church in Chicago, and you're having right. a conversation about their culture. That's what I loved about it.
0: Well, thanks. Uh, obviously, this was done way before this trouble that we're seeing right now, and it, it, it's, I don't do it for any other reason other than, I love diversity, it makes life interesting, Yes. and I love learning about other cultures. And I I, I actually, I didn't know it would ever be taken as a political statement, the embracing of other cultures and other people, but for some reason, in the times we're living in, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I could be labeled, oh, we know what he is, we know he's one of these Hollywood types, because there he is. Hugging people from different countries, right? And all I am trying to be is a human being.
1: Yep. Yeah, you are right, and I, I love it. The Marrakesh, the Amerikesh episode, which is uh, this season. It's the first episode this season. When you are walking yeah. in uh, the, was it a spice market? What was that with yes. with the chef? Yes. There is, yeah. and it's. I, I want you to explain to people this spice market because I'm looking at it thinking to myself, oh my God, who knew, number one, there was such a thing? And knew, who knew, number two, there was so many different types of spices?
0: Well, I mean, this is what makes the world go round, right? I mean, if, let's say you have a cuisine or a population that doesn't have a lot of money. The way to make uh, inexpensive food interesting is through sauces and spices, right? And so the spice trade has always been this incredible luxury for everyone on Earth. It makes food not only delicious but something that might only be the only bright spot in somebody's day. Mm-hmm. That's why food is so great, and why I call it the great connector. Because no matter where you're from, you got to eat. We all gotta eat and and we come together at mealtime. It's where we socialize, it's where we meet people. Mm-hmm. And for me, if food is the great connector, laughs are the cement.
1: Oh yeah. Boy, that's a great line. If food are the great connector, laughs are the great cement. I love that. Yeah. Was was your mom a good cook?
0: No. <laughs> no. You're I really... used to say in our house in our house meat was a punishment. <laughs> Uh. no terrible (laughs) but but she you know i don't blame her she was wonderful in every other way and she worked you know full-time my dad worked so so there was no time and we didn't have a lot of money yeah and uh so we didn't get a lot of delicious food in our house and when i graduated from that house into the world it was like when when in The Wizard of Oz, she opens the door, and now the movie's in color. That's what it was like, to yep. have flavor. To have flavor. <laughs> and when I got to Europe in my early 20s, it's like the top of my head came off, because I couldn't believe how, how great the food was. And now, of course, there's great food everywhere on Earth right? because of the Internet. Mm-hmm. The Internet connects us in another way. It, it's it's uh, the information that's available, a chef uh, or a kid in Iowa can see what a great chef in Paris is doing yeah. and learn right on the internet. So this is this is leveled the playing field, and you can get a great meal, I think, almost anywhere. Now, Chicago happens to be a world city, so a lot of the world is represented there, right. meaning it has great diversity, people from all over the world, and they come with their food. And it's one of the great places to eat in the whole world, I think.
1: Right. I agree a hundred percent. We're a world class city. Uh what's yeah. your what's your favorite city or country that you've been to? Uh in Somebody Feed Phil? What sticks out right away when I say that?
0: Italy. Italy in, in my life, I have to say, is the one. Maybe I was Italian in another life. Did you ever go somewhere <laughs> oh, and yeah. just feel at home? Absolutely. Like, oh I could I could live here. Mm. So there's there's a few elements there. One is everywhere you look is beautiful, right? In Italy, and then the food is of course delicious, and everyone's hugging and kissing you. So what's not well to like? <laughs> oh. So I just feel comfortable there,
1: well, and I love it. It's there's something about fresh food, especially in Italy. I mean, it, it's yeah. not filling in, in the freshness with the pasta. And Curtis, yeah. Curtis, my uh, producer is a foodie. What, what's your question for Phil? You wanted to ask him about Italy?
0: Yeah, well, Italy and all all these other cultures. You know, when you when you yeah. think that you go there. There's always rooms that you have to have the food when you're actually there. Like Italian food, you have to have it in Italy because it's just that much better yes. than the gra- yes, like grandma's Yes, you go to the source. <laughs> yeah. Guess where they have really good Chinese
1: food? Guess where? <laughs> <laughs> go to China. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You like Mexican food? Guess where it's really good. That's where you go, Curtis. If yep. you like Italian food, go to Italy. There you You'll go. fall in love with it Yeah, uh,
0: I'm no... The- I'm no genius, but I think that's the
1: answer. <laughs> and one of the things, Phil, that you do on the show, Somebody Feed Phil, uh, my 14-year-old son does, when he's happy in his eating, he puts his arms in the air. You, yes. <laughs> you, when you like something on this show, yes. you put your arms up like you just won the championship. <laughs> yes, because I am not an athlete,
0: and I just won at this sport. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh that is so funny
0: i loved it man i i do thank you i think it's thank fantastic you. and uh i'm so glad you do i'm so happy you know it's my way of connecting to the rest of the world is is this little show and and i get beautiful dms from everywhere and I, I just, it, it thrills me to no end when people go on the little trips, you know, that I show on the show that they followed my itinerary. By the way, there's a website, philrosenthalworld.com, where every single place we go on the show is there for you with links to the place that so you can reserve and you can find out about each and every restaurant and everything we eat.
1: Oh, is that great. So if people are yeah. taking a trip, say, to Italy or London where you're breaking, uh, making bread or uh, soul, yes. you'll have those yes. restaurants. I love that. You'll have even the gelato
0: places, everything.
1: Wow. Are you even making any money on this, or is this just fun for you? No, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm not complaining. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you're talking to the luckiest guy you'll ever talk to. Yeah, I've, I've been very blessed. And and I just want to uh, make your life better now by paying it forward, by showing you that the best thing you can do with your hard-earned money after paying your rent and schooling your kids is travel. Yeah. Travel. That's the answer.
1: See the world, see different cultures, see how different cultures uh,
0: live. Well, it's priceless. It's yes. priceless. You, you come back with a, a new perspective on life. Mm-hmm. Do you a do, new attitude? Do you cook at home? Are you a cook? I'm terrible. I'm terrible. But people say, "What do you mean you can't cook? You, you have the Food and Travel Show. You can't cook?" And I say, "Yeah, I meet a lot of great chefs around the world. They can't write a sitcom, <laughs> right? But you, so I, you I would, would think that, contribute in our way. Well,
1: you would think that you would try it at home at least. You know, make... well now,
0: now with the quarantine, right? That we, of course, I'm cooking more. Yeah, but I'm not a. Um, I wouldn't call myself a chef. By any means, no. I've met some of the greatest chefs on earth, and, and I'm 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 happy to give them my money to let them do what they do.
1: Right, definitely. So, um, is there one place on the planet that you haven't been to yet that you want to go to? India. India. Oh wow!
0: Yep. Can't wait to go there. And when does... I love the people, I love the food, I love the culture. I just haven't been there yet. When do you start filming again? Uh, it's up to uh, Netflix. Oh. Uh, I will tell you that we, you know, uh, these are five shows that are on now. That's season three, and season four is coming. We shot it already, and uh, they split up into five now and five later. It'll probably be in the fall or winter.
1: Man, I, you know, what for a guy? <clears throat> excuse me, for a guy that was the executive producer of Everybody Loves Raymond, where you had to wait week after week after week for different shows. Do you? Yeah. How much do you love Netflix, where you can watch them all at once, and then you can tell a hundred people how great they are.
0: I love that when you deliver the show to Netflix, they push a button, and you're on in 190 countries simultaneously. That's my favorite thing. Of course it is. And that then really is making a connection to the world. So that's the appeal of Netflix, and that it will always be there. The shows will always be on that shelf. Right. So you can watch them whenever you want. I actually, you know, because I'm older, I'm not a real binge watcher and i always think you know we spend months on every episode we spend so much time on deliberating on every line and every shot and every dish that you see and every everything in the show and then if you binge it and watch it all at once it's like cramming for a test how much are you really going to remember well, that's why,
1: what's great about Netflix, you can always go back and watch it again over and over that's and over. That's
0: true. Yeah. That's true. People tell me they do that. No, that's mm. very flattering, very nice. I'm, I'm so happy to be there with them. I feel like, uh, you know, you start to feel like family.
1: Right. Uh, Phil Rosenthal, the new season is out on Netflix. Somebody feed Phil. Episode two is all about Chicago, and you can see him on Maxwell yes. Street with the bone-in pork chop. Oh, sh- yeah. A Chicago Dog, The Beef Sandwich, The Beef Stance, yep. and more. Phil, really a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you
0: so much. It's my pleasure. Uh, as soon as this is over, I'll come see you in Chicago.
1: I would absolutely love that to have dinner with you. Okay. Thank That's you so great. much. We'll
0: get John Harris.
1: Yes. I, I'm texting okay. John during commercials right now. Have a great day. Great. You too, my friend. Take care. Somebody feed Phil. Check it out now on Netflix.